listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome again to Occupation Station. I'm Diane Donato, and our guest today is Notion Ahmed. She's part of the class of 2016. She's a senior associate with the Pew Charitable Trust's Substance Use Prevention and Treatment Initiative. She provides technical assistance to states seeking to improve access to treatment for opioid use disorder and to reduce the number of overdose deaths. Before Pew, Notion was a senior policy analyst at the National Governors Association and the Naloxone Projects Coordinator for the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. She holds a bachelor's degree in public health from Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. Also, a master's in public health from the University at Albany, which is part of the SUNY system, and a master's in business administration from Stony Brook University. Notion, thank you so much for making time for us today. Hi, Diane. Thank you. It's great to be here. Let's start out by finding out what it was that first attracted you to the field of public health. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that question. I suppose I'll start off a little bit at my inception with ACPHS. Like most people who come to ACPHS, I wanted to be a pharmacist. That was really what I had set out to do. Quickly, I learned, though, that that wasn't my cup of tea. Um, I had more of an interest in public health because I quickly learned that to an extent, everyone that goes into health or health sciences, they want to help people. And so pharmacy is kind of on the clinical side that focuses on treating individuals, whereas public health focuses on populations. And I found that to be the most attractive thing about public health is that you can have such a broad impact by taking smaller yet measurable actions. And I think another thing about public health that really drew me to it was that it's such a disciplinary, multidisciplinary field. You can work on anything from water quality to maternal home visiting programs to changing policy on a local, state, federal level. So there's just a lot of flexibility within public health. And through line of all of it is that you are helping people on a population level. So you had a change in career idea when you first graduated from ACPHS. What kind of a career path then did you start to envision for yourself? In my second year at ACPHS, I had switched into the public health program. By the time I graduated ACPHS, All I knew was that I still wanted to continue my studies in public health. And so at that point, I wasn't really even thinking about a career yet. I just knew that I wanted to get my master's in public health, which is what led me to the university at Albany. Academic life is such that you're always learning about yourself. You're always learning about what you're interested in, not interested in. At one point during my MPH, I thought I wanted to go into hospital administration. That also is not what I ended up doing, frankly. But all I knew at that point was that I wanted to continue my studies. And so during my MPH, I had a focus on health policy and management, which actually in in the current day is where I ended up. But I didn't know it at the time. What were some of the things that helped shape your career? Yeah, I I appreciate that question. So 
I think that classroom learning is really important. It sets the foundation for just your knowledge base of a subject. But what really molded my experiences was some of the internships that I did during my time at UAlbany. I had a really great internship experience working with the State Department of Health, where I worked on some of the policy around the Enough is Enough program, which focuses on preventing sexual assault on college campuses. So I think that was really integral to what was my first job, which was at the New York City Health Department. I really liked working on that programmatic level and just understanding the nature of the health department. I think that internship experience really helped me. So going back to my initial point, classroom learning is very important, but I think internships and practical experience goes a really long way as well. Um, and that's kind of what helped shape my career. You recently started a new job with Pew Charitable Trusts. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So I am very new to Pew. The Pew Charitable Trust is a nonpartisan, nonprofit research and policy organization. Pew works on several issues that affect civic life, substance use and opioid use disorder being one of those things. And so I work on the substance use prevention and treatment initiative, which supports state and federal policy to increase access to evidence-based treatments for people with substance use disorders. And so I am on the side of SUPTI, as we call it, that provides technical assistance to states that are looking to improve their treatment systems. So whether that's through payment reforms or any other policy levers, we look to improve the treatment cascade within states. What does a typical day look like in your world? A typical day, (laughs) lots of meetings. A typical day includes working with folks directly at the state level. So whether that's the director of the health department, the governor, lieutenant governor, policy advisors, pretty high-level leaders within states. We have very open communication with them. We have open dialogue about what kinds of things their state is working on and areas in which they can improve and make reforms. I guess a typical day looks like speaking to a lot of people, collaborating with people, bringing people out of their silos, working you know, among agencies within the state. It could be the health department. It could be the Department of Corrections. could be law enforcement. could be researchers. So just working with a whole, uh, whole host of stakeholders within a state. You mentioned earlier the attraction of being able to help people, and with this type of work, you have more of a larger population focus. Tell us a little bit about what motivates you and excites you about your work. Public health really allows you to have a broad reach. And so different from a physician or a pharmacist or a dentist or whatever health profession you're talking about, you kind of work behind the scenes. And so admittedly, sometimes motivation is hard to find within public health because you're not administering a treatment directly to a patient. You don't follow up with that patient the next day, the next week, the next month. But what you're doing is really behind the scenes work that affects a whole population, a whole demographic of people. So I think that is a motivation, knowing that you've prevented harms 
another thing that really motivates me in my work is just being able to work with such brilliant people day in and day out, just truly amazing people who care about the good of society. And that often means undoing harms that have been perpetuated for decades, things like systemic racism or in my field, also the criminalization of drugs. And so just working with people who are very passionate about their work and people who are interested in building a better society is really what motivates me. And it, it inspires me. Okay. And I hope to be that for other people as well. Could you tell us a little bit about how ACPHS helped prepare you along your career route and help you get to where you are today? Right. Well, I think just the level of coursework at ACPHS is phenomenal. You're learning from professors, you're learning from your mentors who are really, really knowledgeable, really smart people, and who really care about you as a student. Caring about your growth, caring about your learning process, I think was really, really helpful in my experience. During my first two years when I was interested in pursuing pharmacy, I did have some very challenging times. I did have a lot of self-doubt, but I think what really helped me push through that was the kindness of the professors who were able to tell me, like, pharmacy might not be what you are interested in, but there are so many other things that can spark your interest and really motivate you to accomplish great things. And I'm so grateful for the professors that helped me throughout my time at NCPHS because they were really inspiring to me. And what advice would you then have for current ACPHS students? Know that there are many, many paths out there for you in your career. It's very rare that somebody does one thing career-wise for decades and decades. It's great if you do. It's great if you get fulfillment from that. But just know that there's always time to change career paths or explore new things. Life is about learning, and so you should never limit yourself. You should always look to explore other options and things that spark your interest. Anything else you would add? I would say don't be afraid to make mistakes as well, whether it's in your educational life or if it's in your work life. Always ask questions. Always be inquisitive and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Sometimes earlier in my career, that's what held me back a little bit was being afraid to seem stupid or being afraid to not be an expert on things. But that's just how you learn. You have to ask questions. You have to be inquisitive. You have to be comfortable with failure at times. And that's what helps you grow. That's what helps you move forward in your career. I think people coming into ACPHS, I think a lot of people know exactly what they want to do out of high school. That's fantastic. But that wasn't me. And I think that the fact that my education was kind of meandering at times, kind of like a journey in exploration, only set me up for a better future of knowing what I like, what I don't like, what's interesting to me, what's not interesting to me. At the end of the day, that's, that's what it's all about. Noshin Ahmed from the class of 2016, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit acphs.edu. You can tune in to all of our informative stories at acphs.edu forward slash podcast. Each podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeart. 
giving you the opportunity to listen from a mobile device. Mark Occupation Station as a favorite, and you'll receive push notifications as soon as we publish something new. Occupation Station is also a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the largest podcast content directory dedicated to the business and profession of pharmacy.